Welcome to Raise a Branding Podcast with Jackie Russo. To learn more about how to improve your brand, visit brandrusso.com. Hi, it's Jackie Russo. Welcome to Raise Your Branding Podcast. Y'all are going to be so excited for today's episode because if you've ever thought about, you know, who you're right fit with, whether that's romantically, professionally, socially, we are going to get all up in it talking about how people fit together, why they fit together, what makes a good fit, what makes a bad fit. And we're going to do it with the duo that is founded and running The Meadery. Um, Y'all may have heard about Tender or Bumble or some of those other sites. This one's the real deal. So let's bring them in and let's talk about The Meadery. Hey, ladies. Hey. So for the purposes of our audiences, if you don't mind, give yourselves an introduction since your name underneath your faces is just The Meadery. I am The Meadery. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I am Stephanie. And I'm Bailey. Um, we're both from New Orleans and um, that's where we're at. That's, that's awesome. So how long ago did y'all come up with the idea for The Meadery? What was the catalyst? Oh, man. It was November 2019. Yes. So pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. um, we came up with the idea. And um, Bailey had gone on a couple dates using dating apps that I encouraged her to download because I've never used dating apps. And, um, I did. And she- it was rough. <laughs> it was a rough time. Were they farmers? <laughs> no, I wish. Okay. Uh, no, I... I- I tried, I never used any, I didn't, I, I was like, I don't want to use dating apps, but I did, I used Tinder, which was awful. And then, so I got on Hinge and which was the better of the two, but I hated the chat feature. I hated talking to these people. It's like, you know, you have like 10 people you're trying to hold conversations with. And she's like, are you still talking to her? So I'm like, yeah, but I'm you know, working all day and I'm trying to talk to the stranger about, you know, what am I doing or what am I eating for lunch? And I'm like, this is so lame. And so I and none of them would ask her out. No, it was like it would take forever. Like it would take a, at least a week, two weeks to ask out. And then I'm like going on these two hour dates and I'm like, just like, how did it go? I'm like, uh, it was he's nice, but I don't want to hang out with him again. And, um, and so, so then yeah. I joked around and said, I'm going to start coming on the dates with you. And then you just give me a signal and I'll go over there and be like, oh, uh, there's a phone call or whatever. Yeah, we're killing this. This isn't working. Oh, Bailey, it's nice yeah. to meet you. You're like, right. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and so, you know, it just kind of, we always make that joke like, oh, that could be an app. And we're like, we could do dating apps so much better. Um, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. And we Like just, a little light ball yeah. just, you know, lit up and we were just like, we're doing this. Like it, we can do this. Yeah. Yeah. There hasn't been an upgrade, you know, and since Tinder came out, you know, it was revolutionary 10 years ago Mm -hmm. um, and no one has been able to break through that, um, that form of how they do it since. And so we're here to disrupt it. Yeah. Well, I haven't been on the dating market for about 23 years now and um, hopefully won't be anytime soon. Um, I'm assuming we'll go out together in some sort of fiery, you know, um, demise many, many decades from now. So what is, what is the nature of this dating scene these days and how do people cope? I mean, is it all app? Do people still meet in bars? Uh, do they go to the library? Where do people meet each other? 
Um, it's mostly, it's mostly on apps. I mean, of course you go out to bars and which, you know, it's, it was harder during COVID, but, and then everyone was on dating apps during, um, then, but yeah, people still go up to you in bars, but they, I feel like dating apps have made people just kind of like self-conscious and they're like, they need to build up that confidence again, because like with these, with the dating apps are always like, oh, well, if you like, you have to like me in order for me to like, if I know you like, you know, so it's like a, a back and forth thing to have that, you know, oh, well, they like me. So now I'm going to chat with them. But it's like, come on, just make a move. Just have a conversation. Let's meet in person. And it's so convenient. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just on your phone. You can pick it up and play with it, you know, while you're in the bathroom or grocery whatever. shopper. <laughs> yeah. Date. But um, I mean, out of the millions of singles, 40% of singles um, use dating apps. So, you know, and it's like the number way homosexual couples meet and the number two way that heterosexual couples meet after being introduced by friends. So it's a huge, it's a huge market. Well, and all of our lives are going towards technology. There's so many ways that apps can make our lives easier. Um, somebody can pick up my groceries. Somebody can pick up food for me, make food for me. It, it, it's genius. And so I love that y'all have taken this approach. When I think about all the different dating apps out there, what sets the metery apart? What was the the thing that you really feel has differentiated y'all from all the others that came before you? So we made this calendar feature um, that we're really proud of. And it so you go and you set your day, your time, how well it's a, and it's a speed dating app. So you set how many dates you want to go on. And and we always say with an average date is two hours within two hours, you can meet four people. And then, um, you go pick a public location. It's like Google populated places. You set like your zip code and it shows all of the locations in the area, which we're excited about to like get people out to new places, which is the, you know, the fun part about dating. And, um, and then you have between each date, you have 15 minutes between to grab a drink or, you know, we encourage people to eat it. You go out with your friends, hang out with your friends, see your friends between each date and then, you know, wait for the next one to come. That's awesome. So it's speed dating online. In person. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. We like to say we're marrying the convenience of dating apps with traditional dating efficiently. Yeah. (laughs) Very nice. All about efficiency. Yes. How does, and I I don't want any trade secrets, but how does the algorithm work to match people? What are you looking for or what does it look for to be able to say these two people are going to be maybe a good match? Well, right now it's um, where you'll do like your preferences eventually, but since we are location-based and we are just starting out, we're in beta testing right now. It's like you only put your age preference in like up to like, what it starts out with. But as far as like any other preferences you want to, it's like you're going to see everybody in the area just within your age range right now. Um, later on, we'll put that in once we have more users um, to pick, you know, education level or religion and stuff like that. Um, but right now it's just age. Right. I love that uh, because you're starting with age and geography, which are the yeah. two most important things for most people. And then you'll expand or, or even filter really from there. Um, as you start to think about the filtering um, options that will come down the pike, are you considering some things around like the five love languages or those kinds of things are really people getting to know themselves and then getting to know what, what's a good match for them? In our, yeah, so in our profiles, um, there, since the chatting is very limited, 
um, we actually have questions that you have to answer on your profile, to, you know, so people can kind of get to know you. And we actually used uh, questions from the love language quiz and questions from like 30 ways to get to know someone really quickly. And so it's all these questions that, you know, are, are a little deeper. I mean, we have fun questions like, mm -hmm. what would you do if a bear came up while you were on your date? You might have been uh, drinking. <laughs> Or, you know, are you a cat or dog person? But then there are some insightful questions that, you know, we that people are can choose to really, you know, put themselves out there. Well, that seems great because it feels like it's going to really um, minimize the biggest hurdle for most people, which is figuring out how to master the small talk. Yes. Right. And we figure that, you know, all the dating apps that you chat for a week at a time, by the time you go out on that date, You've already talked about your favorite color and where was the last place you went on vacation and yeah, so you do this weekend, right. you know. So we like to have people have those conversations face to face. So right. and right. see, that's where real connections happen is face to face. You know, you really get to know someone having conversation, eye contact, their mannerisms, how they act towards people around you. Um, I feel like those are really important factors in dating. And so that's why I was like, I don't like chatting. I don't even texting. I don't like to text. Like I'm a FaceTime person. You'll if you ever see me, I am on FaceTime right. with anyone. Um, and it's annoying to a lot of people, but I'm like, I want to see your face when I tell you this news. Right, right. And, and you want them to see your face when you tell it, because that really tells a lot that, the you know, I, I teach um, these marketing and branding classes all the time. And I'm always telling people, you know, the actual words you use in communication are 7% of the meaning. You need the body language, the facial expression, the tone of voice. It matters so greatly. So in the metery, is there either now or in the future kind of a middle ground? So we have the initial get to know you chat, figure out your proximity appropriate, then some sort of FaceTime Zoom feature, then in person, or do we go straight to in person? So we actually, so like Bailey said, we're in beta testing right now. So we're taking the feedback and kind of making changes as we see fit. And so we recently um, opened a 24 hour like preview chat. So you have the option of just inviting someone out which is how we encourage people to use the app. But then we realize we kind of need to wean people off of, of what they know about dating apps. So if you send someone a like within the app, it will you have the option of a 24-hour like preview chat that you can chat with them for 24 hours and then decide whether or not to ask them out on a date. Um, whether that will stay in long term, because uh, we don't know. But yeah. you know, people people ask to see what that would be like, and so we we oblige. Mm -hmm. So. I, I love that. I love that you're taking the feedback from your users, because to me, when you can do that level of market research and you're really building a product around how people are using the product and what needs they have next, that means you're going to constantly evolve um, and make improvements and grow with them. And so you won't get too limited in your functionality. So I, I think that's a great approach. Um, we talked a little bit kind of backstage before we went on about my secret fantasy that dating apps will start to work for HR departments also. Uh, and y'all said y'all have talked about that. Tell me where your heads are on being able to provide the same matchmaking services for people who are searching for a job. So it's funny because whenever we, we started this dating app, we're building the dating app and um, in between we were looking for an assistant. And so we were doing all these applications via Zoom and um, interviews. And so we would set up, I just I just happened to do it, I guess, because we were building this app. It was like 15 minute interviews via Zoom and then like a 15 minute break in between. And that's how we were doing it. And then one day we were like, 
we could use this with our app and have, you know, these interviews through them. They'll have a basic profile to show how their resume and everything mm -hmm. and, and have like a pre-interview for you actually bring them in and see if there is, you know, a connection for you to work together. So yes, we definitely want to incorporate that um, in, you know, the future of uh, the metering. I think that would be awesome uh, because when I think about all the different ways and needs people have to meet, obviously, personally, socially is important, professionally is important, and then even professional services with clients would be important. You know, I can look at companies by their size and their industry and the kind of marketing they do that has no concept to me on whether or not they would be a good client. That's about human interaction. That's about trust. That's yeah. about personality types. Mm -hmm. And so as y'all grow... Exactly, exactly. And as y'all grow and evolve, um, to be able to work up to having uh, some AI that will say, you know, these personality profiles are good matches. These are not. Um, yeah. Opposites attract. So this person has this, which means you need that over here to make a good fit. I, I could see where this could become huge. Yeah, yeah. we agree. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so as you are in your beta mode now, what do you anticipate to be the launch date for your big rollout and eventual world domination? Uh, <laughs> man, tomorrow. No. I'm going to give it July. That's good. That's um, a good answer. Yeah, we're, um, we're, I mean, kind of letting the users, do, yeah. you know, do the whole, you know, I mean, they're kind of, that's, that's who's running the show, to be honest, like the users need to demand it and want it and um so go download it everyone <laughs> yeah because we're out there we're out there yeah. at different bars and um, we we're doing some fun things we went to one of my favorite bars in the city um evangeline's lounge and we did um a little speed date in a pothole and um uh, which was fun it's on our social media uh, we had we had so much fun doing it and uh so we're just doing like fun things around the city because I mean, like Stephanie says, it's like if you're, we have to have fun in what we're doing, and um, because it's hard, and so it's we're doing all these little things to promote it, and so we're going to different places, and yeah, try to get people to sign up. So, for anybody who's um, just listening and not actually watching, you can go to the Meadery co uh, to be able to sign up. Uh, can we download from the website also, or do they need to go to Google Play and Apple for that? There's a button on there that will take you to it. Awesome. Uh, now, I know y'all been doing a lot in New Orleans, which is one of the greatest cities in the world. So that's understandable. What's it take to get you two hours down the road to maybe do one of your events here, like at the Grass Room in downtown Lafayette? We would love that. We would love it. Yeah. <laughs> we're coming for you. We're coming. Yeah. We're, um, so we just, two weeks ago, we went live in New Orleans. So yes, Lafayette, uh, Baton Rouge, we are, we're coming for you. Be ready. We're going to be doing some events. That'll be awesome. Um, and I think about, you know, all of us coming out of COVID and, and lockdowns and really kind of starting to rejoin society. Uh, have y'all put together some tips for people on how to interact with humans in person again? Is, is that one of the things y'all are focusing on? We're actually working on an article for our blog that is on our website for, you know, little tips of getting back out there. And, you know, especially um, since our dates are only 15 minutes, it's like, just put on real clothes for 15 minutes and then you can go back home. You know, like it, it's perfect. So we are actually working on an article for our blog. Good, good. Because I do think, I mean, there's the obvious stuff, you know, like with the shower again, and you can't just dress from the waist up. The whole body has to have real clothes on. Um, but I do think there's just the general, like making eye contact in person again, um, reading social cues again. Uh, it's, it's work to get back out there and interact with people in person. 
Yeah. It is. Yeah. And that's one of the, like, the number one questions. We were at um, a bar the other night and this girl was going on a first date and she's like, how, like, what should I ask? Like, what should I do? And so we were talking, I love it because I mean, I, I, I love, you know, we love love and dating and it's just fun. And I'm like, you know, just be yourself. I mean, ask questions, engage, you no, know, make eye contact. Don't make yeah. it all about yourself. And, um, you know, family, what does she like to do and stuff like that. So it was, um, it's, it's always, it's always the first question because people are nervous, especially getting back, back out there when they're in COVID lockdown. Um, so yeah, there will definitely be some more uh, posts coming to help people out with those first date jitters. Good. Uh, when I worked in Los Angeles, which was a long time ago, uh, one of my coworkers uh, was a part of that millionaire matchmaker program. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, there's some wild stories we could talk about I'm off sure. air later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so um, do y'all imagine an area where you start off shooting um, into those kinds of things and even doing personal matchmaking or training? Uh, because there's a lot of training that was involved in that. Apparently you have to uh, behave a certain way when you're dating a millionaire. Huh. We're more like, we just go on the street and like, Hey, are you single? You single? And like, just get a bunch of people out and just put them together. Like have a conversation. Y'all would look cute together. Yeah. You know, I mean, kind of thing. Um, we have so many ideas for all of the things we can do with this app and with, you know, uh, we, I mean, just, we have a whiteboard just of different ideas of where the app can go and the things that we can do. You know, we want to do like a spinoff. So when people meet on our app and they couple up, we would like to do like curated dates for, to kind of keep people using the app. So it'd be a couple's version where we set up the date for them because, you know, couples can never decide on where to eat dinner. So we want to help them facilitate that. Um, and so we, so there's so many ideas of other places that, that we can evolve. Y'all we've been married. Um, it'll be 23 years in October. We have raised four kids together and we have built a very successful business uh, for 20 years. We live together. We've traveled around the world on vacation together where we're going for dinner is going to be the thing that does us yeah. in. Uh -huh. 100%. We're, we're, we're coming to help you. Yes, we are. I mean, why? What the <laughs> heck? Why is this so hard? You pick a place, you go to the place, you eat the food. It yeah. seems so simple to me. And yet, I am constantly embroiled in these ongoing discussions as we drive across town. Well, you know, we could go there. We could, I'm like, nope, we have a destination. We could go there. Nope, we have it. We're in the parking lot of the restaurant we're going to. And I'm still being provided alternative suggestions. Uh -huh. And then you're just getting more and more hangry yeah. as, as you're discussing it. just food. Like yeah. Yeah. And I, for the record, I do get hangry about 4.30. I expect to eat about 5. So right. when we're having these conversations at 6, I'm done. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're coming. I'm done. Coming yeah. So um, Slade Sharer says he would join just for that. Now, he's happily married with three kids. But I think you're on to something that's going to make people happy that are married. Yeah. Uh, because really. So many, so many ideas. Yeah. Because we're once we have – so we have the speed date feature – and so we're going to incorporate a second date feature. So it's a full length date, but it gives you different ideas. We'll do like specials with um, local businesses to give you, you know, specials of the day and um, to help you get. And then it's going to help the local economy as well to get people into those businesses for yeah. those specials. No, I love that. Yeah, there'll be meadery, you know, exclusive meadery specials mm -hmm. that you get by planning your second date through our app, preferred so, members. Yeah. So, so. Y'all, that's awesome. Um, Avery LeBlanc just commented and said she loves the idea of a dating app that gives you date ideas. Yes. Yeah.
We're here. Oh, that's you. awesome. Uh, now, Connor Allo says, yes, yes, date ideas. Also, uh, need to meet new girlfriends. So, obviously, it doesn't have to just be romantic dates. It can be social friends, too, oh, right? Yes. I thought he meant, I thought no. they meant like additional girlfriends. No, she is happily married okay. um, to a boy yes. and now yes. wants to have other girls as friends. Yes. Okay, I'm clear now. These days, you have to explain the dynamics. I totally get it. That um, that is another one of our ideas. Mm -hmm. Our ideas. We want to do a friend version where you know you can meet people that because it's hard to make friends as an adult, you know, especially yes. with kids and and husbands and the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And you know, so we that's our plan too. And again, yes. do like brunch specials and meet like you know a group of like-minded girls, uh, like men and women. So um, yeah, we are excited about that feature too. Awesome. Awesome. I feel like we're just giving y'all homework assignments right now, but I'm fine with it. No, um, so Blanche Gallagher says, I love the idea of meeting in person. I feel like people have become so accustomed to swipe culture and maybe afraid of rejection. Do you have suggestions on how to let some somebody know that that spark isn't there after 15 minutes? How do you so, let them down gently? Yeah. So, well, our, our app is great for, you know, not kind of uh, pillowing or, or that, that rejection because you send out these dates and if, person doesn't accept, then no harm, no foul. And then after the date, uh, so when you're on the date, there is a timer in the in the app that keeps everyone on track. So you know when your 15 minutes is up and it's time to leave. Um, and then at the end of the dates, there's a feed there's a feedback option where you give a thumbs up or a thumbs down based on whether or not you'd like to see that person again. And it's after everyone has you know, left for the evening and you can leave feedback that only that person would see, like you talked about your ex too much, or I really would love to see you again or whatever it is. And so, and then if, the, if there's a thumbs up, then that opens the full chat feature where you can chat with them um, and create a, you know, plan a second date. Or uh, if either person gives a thumbs down, then the match just disappears and, and you don't see each other again. Yeah, we encourage everyone to, you know, be nice with their feedback, of course, of course you know, like, it, but, you know, some people do like feedback. If you do talk about your ex too much, I mean, it is hard when people are newly out there. It's like, you know, yeah, it's, that's all right. <laughs> but it does happen. So really, it's this combination of dating app, um, in-person meeting, speed dating with like the Airbnb Uber review at the end. I love that. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting that you bring up Airbnb and Uber because we talk a lot about how hesitant people are to um, get out there and date face to without face chatting. without chatting. And people are like, well, what if they're a serial killer? And it's like, who would have thought 10 years ago that we would let a per someone pick us up in their personal vehicle and drive us around, you know, to another location or to our home or, you know, no one would have thought that Uber or Airbnb that you're going to sleep on someone's sofa or whatever, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So it's, yeah. you know. And to piggyback off that, we've incorporated a lot of safety features. So you do a verified selfie so you know like that's the person you're meeting um, in your profile and then you you text all your information so in your calendar it says like who you're going with and where you're going your time frame you have you can text that to your friends and family and it shows them the name of the person you're going on the date with where you're going to be at the the time frame so you know everyone has like a peace of mind of where you are and it's only public locations that you can um you can choose from. Yeah. So we've thought of a lot of ways to, you know, cause I mean, as women um, out here and I'm, I'm out there dating as well. And you, we want to make sure people are comfortable and that they're safe. And um, we always go over safety features with dating. Cause you do, you have to be careful. Yeah. And there's, sure. 
Bailey's favorite bar, as she already announced, Vandalin's Lounge, they're, they haven't like registered their address on Google, so she can't even plan a date for there because it's not registered on Google Places. So she's actually, we, we have a guy over there that we're friends with and um, through that we've made friends with, and we keep telling him, like, go, go register on Google Places so Bailey yes. can set her dates up there. <laughs> So, I mean, it's it's really, you know, safety is is really important. Yeah. Right. You, you know, as we're talking about the safety features, I, I have to think y'all spent a lot of time watching Dateline and investigative reports uh, because you're pulling all of the bad things that bad people have done and countering against that. Oh, this is how this person got into trouble. We'll do this to protect. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. smart, though, because you're able to almost prepare in advance for the problems that could happen and proactively save yourself before, yeah. you know? Um, we also have, um, like when you, instead of using like an email and password, so someone could create 10 different accounts, we have phone number, um, that's how you log in with your phone number. So unless you have a bunch of burner phones, you know, you can only log in and it sends a verification code to that phone number so for you to log in. So we're trying to eliminate people creating multiple accounts and ghosting and the, you know, the whole thing or catfishing. I guess that's not ghosting. Both. I mean, both. neither is good. Both are bad. So I think you're, you're doing a great job to prevent both. Uh, I love the way that you've approached this. And I think coming out of the pandemic lockdown, this is sort of the answer for the time we're in. Um, so I applaud y'all. I think this is just awesome. When you look back on, uh, you know, all the things you've done before you've gotten here. Um, do you think, man, I wish we'd done this 10 years ago or was the technology just not ready yet? Yeah, That's I really think it's the, I really think it's the perfect uh -huh. time, especially with COVID. Cause I mean, look, <laughs> we were in the middle of COVID lockdown, didn't know if we were, what was going on, if we were going to have jobs even, and we started building this, you know, we sent out our first payment to the developer. We're like, all right, we're the in this. The whole world was shut down. The whole world shut down. Yeah. Everyone's saying, do not meet people, do not go out. And our <laughs> whole app is based on meeting people and going out. So we're like, it's going to get better, right? And just as, you know, we are preparing for a launch, you know, the vaccines start rolling out and people yeah. are like dying to get out. And, and then um, here we are. And so we really feel like it's the perfect time for us and what we're doing and that people are, you know, ready because all of the, the articles online about dating at fatigue and over the swipe culture. Mm -hmm. And so if we think it's just, it's perfect timing. And yeah. um, we always say like, it's it's hard and this has not been an easy process, but we just keep going. It just, we get like a little window yeah. and it's just like, keep going, keep pushing. Like, yeah, they're yeah. just, it just makes sense. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah so we had to, We had to wait until people got really, really tired of the convenience of Tinder and got over the novelty of it, yes. of Tinder and Hinge, and really are just craving something more. And we like to say that our our target, you know, our dating app is for everyone. We have people from 18 to 70 on there, and we mm -hmm. encourage everyone. But we really um, feel like Tinder and Hinge, after you know, um, those are you know a little less serious not that we're serious but that you know we we're kind of marketing towards like 25 to 35 year olds people that are trying to figure out their life trying to start you know having a relationship they just graduated college you know they're not really into you know hookup culture anymore and so um that's what i always say it's so hard to like have a career you're just getting out of school and then you're trying to like you have a dog or you have kids and you're trying to hang out with your family and friends have a social life go to the gym and then throw dating into that 
That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot, a lot. Um, so again, not wanting to, to dig too deep into your business, but how do you monetize all of this? <laughs> We're sorry, <laughs> we're not yet, okay. we're not. but um, we, well, we are working with local businesses um, to, right now to uh, allow them to like advertise any specials that they have ongoing. Um, and once we get investors, we will be able to add the second date feature, which that will, then we'll start offering a subscription um, that will have more than just a second date feature. You'll be able to block any, like your ex's phone number. So he or she won't show up on to you mm -hmm. on the, the app. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we'll have a subscription feature and then, you know, we'll do affiliate marketing. Um, like we said, with the second date feature where we work with businesses to offer them specials. So uh, we'll get that, the, affiliate marketing um, by by recommending people to go to certain places. Yeah, at this point, we just need to get it out to get the users on there and show them what we're doing. And then eventually add, you know, the subscription and all of the things that um, to make us money. Right. Well, it's just like Uber and Airbnb. They had to get the host um, places or the drivers available before they could have people arrive to take advantage right. of those opportunities. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Y'all have got to have couples getting on there and drive volume um, to have an audience to monetize. Uh, so what's your estimated time frame for that? Um, we're hoping the next couple of months, um, yeah. really. I mean, we're working with our developer now on the second date feature. And so um, we have a couple of meetings and so we're hoping to roll with it real soon. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So what's a typical day like for y'all right now? Well, we still have full-time jobs. Um, so we uh, we work from um, nine to five and then we come home and, and, work, some more. and work more. <laughs> We're up late and um, I'm, go, I, I'm using the app. So I'm going out seeing how people like it. And, and then, then I go and sit at the bar mm -hmm. on her dates and I'll like take pictures and, you know, hang like, out with yeah. me in between and, and I'll hang out in between. And, um, uh, and then on the weekends we're out promoting it and, mm -hmm. uh, like we did the the funny video of us in the pothole. The, mm -hmm. We had a metery date in a pothole this That's week. That's awesome. You know, so tell me you're from New Orleans without telling me from you're from New Orleans. Right. So, uh, nice. so that's on our social media and it's really fun and people are liking it. So we are just keep trying to come up with clever ways that, you know, to stand out. Yep. Right. I was in the uh, Goldman Sachs 10,000 small business class last year, right before the pandemic shut everything down. And uh, we did classes at Delgado. And I don't know if it's the largest pothole in the world, but it's for sure one of right at the entrance of the parking lot to the building I was going to every uh, week or every other week when I went, there would be different things. So there was a child's uh, swimming pool. Uh, there was a slide. There was a car, like a little baby uh, sized you know, yeah. go-kart, they would fill this in the pothole. I swear, kept getting bigger and bigger. I don't think they were digging it out at night. I'm not sure how it was happening. Uh, by the time I finished going to Delgado, you know, the first three months, um, by the time I left, this thing was a full bar with a tiki hut <laughs> and that. lights. It was, that's it was very Bailey. impressive. That's the, that's Bailey's favorite bar. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Really. No, literally. It was, <laughs> it was huge. Um, oh, wait, we have another uh, question from a listener. Do you ever feel discouraged in a market with Tinder, Bubble, Hinge, and others? Um, they're so widely known and used. Discouraged? I wouldn't say discouraged. Challenged? Yes, for yes. sure. Mm -hmm. It is hard. It's but not harder. discouraged. We, <laughs> no. we believe in what we're doing, and um, we're really excited about it. Look, I went on, I, I met a guy 
promoting the app and he was like look I will download your on app, a different app on on it and I'll download your app if you meet with me for at least 30 minutes I'm like he was cute so like all right I'll go it was one for the awful team. it was awful everything inside of me was just like I need to leave like oh that 30 minutes was killing me I, I called her after I was like I will never go on another date unless it's on the metery because 15 minutes is all I need and you know and granted if it would have been great and I would have wanted more time than 15 minutes you know that's it but the whole thing is to go out there make a connection and see if the spark is there because a lot of a lot of the times it's not even if they're nice you know he was a very nice man but there's just certain things I'm like I just don't want to be here anymore <laughs> so and it's hard. It's hard to just leave. Right. Well, and that's the thing is if you set it up with this 15 minute spark test, then all of a sudden, you know, if it's a fit or not, I'm working on a whole thing around spark and spark plug and it's going to come to me in a minute. Um, and then if it, there is something there, you move into torch uh, where you carry the flame into the second date and beyond. That's something that I think the others are actually missing because it seems to be more hookup, hookup, hookup um, and not build a relationship. Yeah. Right. And, and all of those, we came to the conclusion at some point that all of these other apps, they abandon all of their users in the chat feature. You know, they, they profile match chat, profile match chat profile, and there's nothing encouraging them to actually meet and form a relationship and, you know, do all the things because we even say like dating apps, a, they're not going anywhere. And B, it's the catalyst for potentially, not everyone will get married, but for this billion dollar wedding industry. And then theoretically, the billion dollar baby industry. And it's like, it all starts with on, on a date by meeting someone and seeing if that spark is there. And that's what we're doing. We're, yeah, so we're not discouraged. We're here to disrupt yes. the dating app world. I love that. You sound ready for Shark Tank right now. Um, yeah. We'll sign up. <laughs> so, I like Mark Cuban all the time. Uh -huh. As you should. Um, Mark, um, Avery LeBlanc asks, since there's no chat before the date, who picks the time and location? Either one. So um, you, it's up to you. You said, I always go in and I set my calendar first for where I want to go, what date, what time. And then I just go through profiles and I send out dates. And if that person is not available at that time on that date, they have the option to send you an alternate date request from them. So it does not matter. A lot of people are on there just liking people looking to be invited on dates if they don't have like a full night to, you know, schedule a two hour date. But so, yeah, anyone can do it. It's male, female, non-binary. Um, we welcome um, all people on our app to, you know, make a move. It's all about making connections. We want everyone to do that. That's awesome. Um, you know, I've been going through the cards as we've been talking and y'all done a great job answering questions. I'm going to segue off of the meter for just a minute and some questions just about y'all and kind of how you see the world. So do you collect anything? What do you collect in your lives? Elephants. Okay. <laughs> so it's funny. I I was a little girl and I always loved elephants. And then uh, my great grandmother collected elephants. And then, so it just kind of became a thing where I just have elephant stuff. It's not like weird. I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't, they're not everywhere, but I do have quite a bit of elephant things. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't really collect anything consciously, but I do have a ton of books. I like, I like buying books. I like being in libraries and bookstores and I just, collect books, I guess, because they're everywhere. And I haven't read, it makes me sad when I go into a library to know that I'll never ever be able to read all of the books out there. So not consciously. She says that all the time. I do. Right. 
It makes uh, her sad to go and laugh. Look at all these books I want to read. I know I'll never be able to read them all. There's not enough time. So. Well, that's why you have to prioritize the ones you want to read the most right off the bat. Um, aside from the necessities, what's one thing you could not go a day without having? Is coffee a necessity? It, it can be. It can be your necessity. I think the main ones are like, you know, air, water, you know, stuff, food. So coffee can be right up there. I'm going to go with coffee. Okay. Um, it's the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah, I don't – probably my calendar. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Amen yeah, to that my one. My calendar. I'm, I, I have this thing about my calendar and yes. constantly writing everything and making sure we're organized and have everything, like all the meetings set up. And I'd be lost without it because I don't have a very good memory. Right. Yes. <laughs> I feel the exact same way. <laughs> um, what historical event would you most like to have attended? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Now I'm like, I mean, the, I keep saying the first thing that pops in my head. As you should. I'm sure there's something else, but I wish I would have been there when the Beatles got came to America the first time and it was just Beatle mania and all of those teenage girls were just there at the airport greeting them. Come on. That is yes. so fun. I can't, I have no now, idea. I went to a One Direction concert, so I might have had a little taste of that at I one point in my I life. I also went to that one. Was it the one where they started at like 10 o'clock at night? On yeah, because one of them had broken their arm that day. Yeah. yeah supposedly. Yeah. Yeah, I was there. We had to leave early because my daughter had school the next day, but I was also there. Yeah, I'm not even embarrassed to say that I've seen them. Like, have I ever... Bailey has never heard of us. <laughs> you know how when people ask you, like, what movies are you are you watching? Right. Like, I've never, no seen a movie. <laughs> never seen a movie. Never seen a movie No, we do. It happens all the time. Yeah, potato. All, all right. right. All right. No worries. Um, what's your guilty pleasure? We have recently, again, first thing that pops in my head, we've recently started watching all of Bachelor in Paradise and uh, Bachelor Pad and all of, and I don't typically watch. The, you know, like reality TV in my own time. Yeah. But we've started watching them. Um, and at, people, people <laughs> come in there like, what are y'all watching? Like, it's so good, but it's so bad. And then someone will make uh, a bad decision and we're like, yes, keep making the bad decision. Yes. It's yeah. just, it's good TV. It's good. It's, it's so, so bad. bad. <laughs> my, uh, my coworkers have a definite Monday night watching crew. So I totally get that. Um, it's recent though. But well, and I think one of them is even watching, is there something on a ship? Some sort of love, yeah. something on a ship, Love Island, some something. I may be confusing oh, two different Island. shows. Okay, so Love That's Island is a show. There you go. Yeah, I, I, it's not my thing, but I appreciate that it is some people's thing. Yes. I totally get that. Um, pettiest pet peeve. Oh. When people slurp their milk when they're eating cereal, yes. that is a pet peeve of mine. <sighs> Mine's weird. I don't <laughs> like people's feet on me, and my oh. mom and my sister <laughs> are the reason because whenever you were like hanging out on the couch or just watching TV, their feet always come towards me and rub my leg, and it is mm -hmm. it makes me sick. So anybody sleeping on me is yeah. yeah. Don't I don't like feet. Stop. Feet. Yeah. Oh, when someone leaves a dish in the dishwasher, I mean in the sink. Like, why? Like, just put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> right. I'll wash it. It takes two seconds. Yeah. Look, I live with five other people. You don't have to tell me twice about kitchen <laughs> habits. 
a holy war almost started in our house yesterday because somebody couldn't find the Tony Sacheries that someone else had put away in the wrong place. And <laughs> it's still ongoing. It's like just a, a slow burn right now. I'm going to go to the store and buy five Tony Sachery containers so everybody can have their own. Because Yeah, Christmas, put them in their stockings. Santa might when Santa comes to visit. Um, so either uh, with regards to the metering or with regards to our getting to know y'all better section, Either one would be appropriate. What question do you wish I had asked? Um, you've done such a good job. Yeah. I mean, you went over everything, really. All right. Well, we have two um, corrections and comments from the people of the world. Uh, Reagan says that coffee 100% does count as a necessity. So I just want you to know that. So you have some yeah. support out there. Um, and Connor says that I need to get champagne seasoning instead of Tony Sacheries. So oh, yeah. I've been corrected and I need to make sure the world knows champagne seasoning is the actual preferred right choice. If y'all think of questions I should have asked, um, bring them up at the end. But right now we're going to do the lightning round, which is my favorite thing. So it truly is the very first thing that pops into your mind. So you've been training for this oh. all day. Okay. Um, okay. So favorite place on earth? New York City. Oh, very good. I like that y'all both did it at the same time and they were different. That is yeah. awesome. Movie you can't turn off. Ugh. Pride and Prejudice. Um, good choice. He's just not that into you. Opposition to the spectrum again, and I like it. Um, TV show people should binge watch, or the ones you love binge watching the most. Queen's Gambit. And Shit's uh, Creek, yeah. Okay. Um, favorite book to read, and this is going to be hard for you, library. Oh. Oh. I love The Great Gatsby. Okay. Um, oh, that's a good one. Um, anything by Glennon Doyle. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, my gosh. Potato. <laughs> Um, and uh, guess pride, and pride and Prejudice. I mean, yeah, I mean, really, I, I, I hate to say it twice, but yes, Pride and Prejudice. It's a perfectly acceptable answer for both. Yes. Yeah, you're good. Uh, not counting this one, because that's kind of cheating. Favorite podcast? <laughs> you're on oh, the big drive. Kid big Kid Problem, Sarah Merrill. Love her. Obsessed. We should yeah. be friends. Love that. I haven't even heard it yet, so I'm gonna have to make that on my list. You'll love it. Okay. I, I listened to like one episode of a lot. They have that one. Um, what's that one? Mm, I know this is a speed round. Don't quit your day job. That's a good. Don't one. quit your day job's a good one. I mean, then, quit your day. No, quit your day job. <laughs> that's how much we like. Quit it. your day job. Um, there is. There's one with Will Arnett and Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes that's really, really funny. I can't think of the name of it right now. Oh, Masters of Scale. That's a really good one. Those three people together is awesome. Yeah. It's so good. I don't I remember bet. the name, but look it up. Uh, oh, Armchair Expert is also really good. Love me some Dax. Yes. And that's then awesome. his wife, Aaron, adorable. They just his wife just came out with a new podcast like yesterday or something. I need to check out. But I'm a very, like, I listen to one of this and then one of that and then one of this and then I'll go back. Right, right. Um, um, have y'all listened to Sibling Revelry? Yeah. It's Oliver and Kate Hudson interviewing other siblings. Oh, fair. Yeah. It's very funny. Um, and then I always have to, th it's not my lightning round, but I'm adding to yours now. Um, I always have to throw in uh, Rob Lowe's Literally because that's <laughs> funny. Yeah. I love him. I can yeah, just listen to him, him talk. 
Yeah. I need to listen yeah. to this podcast because I do love him. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good one. Um, okay. So favorite car. Favorite what? Sorry. Car, automobile, thing to drive. Oh. That have do we have to have driven it? Yeah. No. no I want a Bentley. Okay. I want a new Bronco. But I have there a Volvo and I love it. Which, about a Volvo. I have four Fiesta and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of the new Bronco colors? Because there's some pretty dynamic colors out there. Black on black. Oh, nice. So black on black Bentley and a black on black Bronco. Yes. All right. I like I just it. I want a Bentley because you always see a Bentley and you're like, who the hell is driving that Bentley? That's okay. the kind of action I want. So I have to confess. Um, I do you drive a Bentley? No, I do not. Um, but I, I take my kids one at a time when they turn 18 to Los Angeles. It's kind of like a thing. You know, we did New York at 13, LA at 18. And I always take them on one of those celebrity tour, double-decker bus things because they get to see the whole city and it's fun and we're laughing, whatever, haha. So last week, uh, number three, her turn to go. Um, we didn't do the same one that I've always done. We did a totally different tour company. Uh, and so it's, and I'm, I'm so embarrassed to even say that loud. It's the TMZ tour. And it's actually operated by TMZ. And sure, the people sure. who are on TMZ are on the bus with you running the tour. Apparently, I didn't know TMZ had like celeb, like, like their own people, their own staff. So every time the tour bus pulls up to someone in a Bentley at a stoplight, she makes them roll down the window and says, hi, you must be rich. Should we know who you are? <laughs> that's what Bailey wants. Yeah, that's what I want. That's funny. Y'all, it was one of the funniest things. I, I mean, I laughed for two and a half hours straight on Sunday. Were there a lot of Bentleys? We, I mean, there are probably 30 maybe that we saw in two and a half hours. I mean, there's a couple of McLarens. Um, there were two or three Rolls's, but there were a lot of Bentleys out I for Sunday drive. Anytime I see a Range Rover, uh, not a Range Rover, uh, a G-Wagon, wagon, I'm always like, who are you? Driving this $100,000 car in right. the ones where right. you're lost in a pothole. <laughs> exactly. Um, favorite festival? Jazz Fest. Love Jazz Fest. I'm not a big okay. fan, you know, mm -hmm. but I mean, Jazz Fest has great food. I yeah. got the food. <laughs> yeah, that's a great choice. Um, favorite musician doesn't have to have played at Jazz Fest or even have seen just your favorite person. Band soloist Aerosmith. Okay. I love Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda. Excellent that's choice. Good one. That's a good one. I loved Hamilton. I'm still torn on In the Heights. I'm I'm working on. I have like an hour left. I I turned it off the other night to go to bed because it's like a two and a half hour. I didn't realize that when I started right. at nine o'clock. It's a commitment. But yeah. So I know. I I was. It, it's it. I gotta. I I just have to finish it. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, if you're gonna do karaoke, what song are you singing on stage? Oh God. <laughs> I, right now it would be <clears throat> that. Good for you. For sure. That's a good one. Yeah. That Olivia. Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be mine today. Rodrigo. Yeah. Yeah. It would probably be that one you sent me last night. Oh yeah. <laughs> the darkness. I believe in a thing called love. I love that song. <laughs> All right. Um, I love it. Favorites. I do. Favorite sport to watch. Hockey. Or golf. Golf is very entertaining. I love baseball. Okay. Yes. Good answer. Favorite sport to play? Softball. <laughs> um, 
Golf. You're good. Okay. You're good at top golf. I, She's I am, so good at top golf. Well, there you go. There you go. That's, that's a great answer. Watch out, Tiger Woods. <laughs> oh man, he's hurt. Coming I was gonna say, yeah, that's kind of a low blow right there. Sorry. I, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> that's all right. Um, how about um favorite meal or food? Spaghetti. Oh my gosh. I can eat spaghetti Pizza. any day of the week, every day. I love spaghetti. Charcuterie. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, adult lunchables. I'm all about it. <laughs> Favorite lunch. leisure activity? Massage. Napping. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, favorite concert that you've ever been to? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Aerosmith. Or Chris Stapleton. At Jazz Fest. It was amazing. Oh, nice way to tie all your answers in together right there. That was good. Yeah. And last but not least, the favorite way you treat yourself. Or Shop. treat yourself, I should say. I guess massage. My answers are so basic. I guess I like a good massage, man. I like to shop. I like, I just feel better once I spend some money on myself, like and not for like anybody else, but for me, I just, I just feel so much better. And then I'm like, that was a lot, but I deserve it. <laughs> that is awesome. Feel free to use any of these questions in future metery questionnaires. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes, of course. Um, y'all, I'm excited for y'all and what you've accomplished and what you have coming up. I think this could be, huge. Uh, and I hope that everybody that has watched or listened uh, goes out and gets an account either for a romantic liaison or in the future, an account for a future friend um, and then eventually career opportunities. Cause I can see y'all kind of dominating all of those in the future. We're ready. We're planning on it. <laughs> awesome. So any one last thing that we all should know about y'all or the metery? No, I mean, just sign up and um, once we hit a good amount of people in a location, get a good user base, we will open up and we will be in Lafayette and Baton Rouge, June. So follow us on social media and be, you know, on the lookout for our events. That is awesome. Thank you both so much. We really appreciate it. And thank you to everyone who watched and listened and subscribed. Um, and we'll see you again next time. Thanks thank for you. having us.